Okay, last call. Last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with yourselves. I got, I got too much sauce. <laughs> too much sauce. Mm. Yeah, that was my, that was my favorite jam. That was my jam of the weekend. Hey, folk, how y'all doing? Uh, my name's Ken. I'm Fab. I'm Dave. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> you listen to the Last Call podcast. As you can see, some of us are fresh off a long as weekend mm. in Toronto um, for Caravana. It was my first time. Um, Fab, you were there. Was that your first time? Yeah. I'm was not, it your first time, not too? First time in Toronto, but my first time okay. in Caravana. Yeah, it was my first time in Toronto, first time in Caravana. Um, and it was... It was a time. It was a time. It was a time. <laughs> time to be alive. Uh, we're going to talk about it. Um, but before we get into that, we have a special guest in the house with us today. Please introduce yourself. Oh, damn. I got to do that for myself? Okay. I can play publicist. Yeah, we're normal guests. people over yeah. here. Oh, <laughs> shit. You cool and all. I'm like, y'all haven't been studying Callaway's freaking intros. I can't get that. yourself here. <laughs> DIY. All right, cool. DIY intro. Hey, y'all. Tracy G. Um, a lot of people who may be listening, you may know me best from um, being a part of one of the illest squads in radio, Sway in the Morning, on air. And uh, what else? And I'm a self-talk strategist. That means that I'm about this all affirmations, everything life. I do that via the medium of audio vision boards. I have a personal development brand for dope women called She's Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and overall, I just got an insatiable curiosity for how people just keep the sanity between their ears. That's dope. So that's wow. what I be about. That's dope. Thank Hashtag affirmations with TG. Ooh, look, at, look at the research. Oh my God. <laughs> I did my homework. Listen, right. talk to you. Yes, pet. You got an album for me, too? Oh, gosh. Suck up. Yes. Whoa. Whoa, guys. Um, but, yeah. So, Tracy, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Um, you know, Fab's the homie. She, she she made this happen and made this all possible. So, trust me, we're going we gonna to need your voices and on some of the topics that we talk about. Have you been to Toronto before? No, I have not. Well, no, no. I've been to Toronto. This was, like, during my virgin years for a very, very long time ago oh okay yeah i don't know i haven't been, i haven't been <laughs> to how, toronto how, how long like, has it been <laughs> a, 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 like i don't know what's 17 minus 30 what that's That'd a negative number isn't it i mean oh, 30 I, minus 17 i, 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 I like, see where you're going <laughs> negative 13 if you want to be real but i was like wait my three six of pinot noir is speaking for me on my behalf <laughs> anyways yeah so like 13 years yeah i haven't been there in a minute okay oh, wow yeah, so this is my first time up there, and made the most of it. Um, probably slept was when I went up. Actually, Fab kind of beat us up there. I don't know how the hell that happened. Oh yeah, I had an earlier flight. You had an earlier the flight. The same day though. We were about to talk about how much you slept up there. Yeah, about ten hours, give or take. In wow. ten, twelve days. hours. No, I agree. Days. But yeah. does he snore? I, I don't know. I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> If a tree falls in the, no, in the woods, does it make a no sound? Trees. Mm. No trees. I have no idea. Shut up. <laughs> no, actually, actually, it doesn't make a sound because sound is the <laughs> interpretation of vibrations into our. How was your weekend, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I did not because I'm still fresh off of like book knowledge right now. No, but um, nah. I, I respect chilled. it. I, need I chilled. Some. I chilled. I chilled. Um, most of my friends were out of town having the time of their lives. 
so I had enough time to like you know sit and contemplate about how suck things are right now. Oh, but um, no, just joking. Cheers, kind of. cheers to you. Dude. This really is about our more, No, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I just kind of like chilled out and uh, hung out with myself. Friday, no, Saturday, I actually like went outside and there was like a like a culture clash going on, like. Fucking the Dominicans on my block and the Jamaicans on my block were both like hosting <laughs> a block party, oh, respectively. I, okay, I thought you just went like it was, it was Jamaicans and Dominicans was beefing. The no, right. no, like a like kind of like sound clash, like what I was trying to tell you about. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah we talked like, about that. It was like it was basically like that. Like they all had like the biggest speakers they could find, and yeah, I guess like right where I live off of Flatbush, like every street like gets a chance like every weekend to do like a block party or a street party where they like block off the ends of the street mm-hmm. right. and like people just kind of do what they want. The kids run around and all this type of stuff or whatever. But yeah, so like I walked out the house and all I could hear was it's funny because I've never <laughs> I never knew how you could hear the, I never knew like how you're supposed to like pronounce the words to the song, but it's like it's called oh. nobody half you know. And I had to um. I had to actually like tweet Ken and Fab like y'all told I didn't even know that's how this fucking song went this entire time all the parties we done been in I've seen Ken dance to this song what song is this please nobody a little sampling nobody ever know nobody nobody ever know so you come up on me baby know me love you what exactly did you think they were saying Dave I don't want to know oh I don't want to say what I thought that I knew because it's embarrassing. Anyways, um, no, I think, no, I, think I think I have to know what you think. I think like, you know, I, like think I have to know. Prior, <laughs> no, no, prior it was to like Friday, a, when you would sing this song, what were the words that you would say? It was something on the lines like oh, "she God. body kind of slow." Oh no! Oh. <laughs> or like she whiny kind of oh. slow, something like that. She I thought body kind of slow. Anyway, kind of slow. Anyways, oh my, uh, it's fine. I've been doing the same thing. I just realized for Drake for um. Is it Controller when he says, um, right. No, 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 not Controller. What comes after? What's the song One after? Dance. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he says, Got a cup of Hennessy See in my head. I didn't know that. And I was yeah. just making sounds. Mumble, mumble, get right. this mumble. Right. A lot of people didn't know, yeah. I think. Nobody has. Oh, no, I picked up one. I drank Hennessy for a living. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, um, it's the anthem. So I walked towards down, at, like, towards. End of, the, end of the block or whatever okay. and then like the Dominican setup was way more crucial like these guys had like two fucking monitors and they're just like going and it's loud but like as soon no 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 I'm talking about the Dominicans had like fucking a whole big ass 12 speaker box setup mm. and they were just blasting the fucking and I was like, damn, they really trying to like get it on. Show, they trying mm. to show out. Like, fuck these guys. Yeah. And it was like a little girl's birthday party. I'm like, yo. <laughs> sweet 15. It was a sweet 15. Oh, yeah, was the quinceanera. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. There we go. So it was segregated. Like, if you cross that Mason Dixon line. It was like, well, they all live in one building. And so it was like, th- this entrance right here was all of the Jamaican and they had their speakers in it. And then on this side was just like a whole bunch of just grown ass Dominican men drinking uh, whatever beers they drink. Presidente's. Mm. Modelos, Modelos, yeah, I saw mm. Modelos, yeah. Modelos a shitty beer, y'all. And Wait just a like I never smoking. Shout out to Modelo, the it's sponsor of the I, yeah, that was like two weeks ago, right? Uh, Episode eight, yeah, I retract, I retract. It's just very watered down to me. Right, it tastes like a watery Corona. Is it mm. bad that my favorite beer? Is Bud Light? Ugh. I'm judging you right yes, now. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't give a right damn, now. yo, because that shit never runs out, and I'm able to collect mm. because no one's drinking. D- exactly. <laughs> I'm, 
I, I'm glad you said it because I was I'm definitely the, thinking. I'm out the That's beer pong beer. That's beer pong beer. Maybe it's because I was absent from my college years. Could have been. That I makes sense, actually. Because yeah. when when we, at least when I drank Bud Light, the seven cans of Bud Light that I've had was during college. But oh, you know what it is? Such a troll. <laughs> no, no, no. But you know what it is? I like I not just Bud Light, but like Coors Light, um, Keystone lights. Light, all the lights. I'll Natty. get I'll get a headache Natty before light. I finish the beer. Huh. I will get an instant headache. So I I literally cannot drink. So upgrade light beer. me. What should be my next beer? Oh. From Coors or from, but from Bud I hate Lights. Coors Light. Yeah. So much room. Have you tried like regular Budweiser? No, Ugh. I don't want that. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but I'm just trying to push you somewhere up the ladder. No, let's yeah, give her craft beer. Let's give her. Oh, like, I mean, dog. I like Magic Hat number six or number oh, nine. Number nine. Would be good. Okay. That sounds yeah. mystical. I'm into it. Uh, I yeah. like Belgian beers. Dogfish I'm a big IPA. Belgian beer mm. fan. Huh. Duval. Y'all Chimay. gonna have to text us. These freaking names are yeah. not memorable. Actually, I mean, they are memorable, but hard to remember. The first. No, that Friday we went to a brewery um, in Toronto, right. and they had like a flight tasting of beers, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it was really actually really tasty. Like wheat beers, you might like wheat beers. Yeah, mm. yeah I had a know. grapefruit. Like beer. they went from like a really light like wheat to like all the way down to like maybe like a stout or like a dark. Yeah, they had four different flights, and like I took like the one that had mostly wheat beer, but mm-hmm. um, like other people that like stronger tastes yeah. and IPAs and all that stuff, they had their own. But um, yeah, there was like a um, what was it? Like a raspberry kind Ooh. of like wheat beer, and I was trying to describe each beer and like say what it tasted like to other people that didn't have it, and that one tasted like a second date. <laughs> How is that, poetic, is that a good baby? or a bad? I mean, yeah, like second good, dates can go. Yeah, but two. second date happened because you had a good first exactly. date. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, it was, so that's what it tasted like. I was like, this is nice. <laughs> what about Stella? Stella is the shit. I fuck with Stella's okay, like the greatness. hood beer. I feel like what? What? I'd say Heineken would. What be hood? Yeah, Heineken is no, the hood. Heineken, Heineken is like Heineken my uncle's is the beer. Hood beer. No, I feel like everyone goes to the corner store and gets Stellas. Huh? No. I've never seen that. Really? Yeah. No. I feel like, like all freaking sweaty ass uncles grab a Guinness <laughs> and get it popping. <laughs> My uncle Jamaicans. Yeah, yes. Jamaicans. Yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. I can say it. My uncle Jamaicans. was on Heineken. <laughs> he tried to give me a Heineken when I was seven. I was like, this is disgusting. Oh, dang. And you still ended up drinking. No, I don't like Heineken, though. Oh, I get okay. maybe that for that reason. Okay. I, I don't like Corona either. Oh, but what are we drinking today? <laughs> oh, we're so, not drinking yeah. beer today. We're, we're not drinking no beer. <laughs> sorry, Modelo. Sorry, Heineken. Sorry, Bud Light. Um, today, we will. So I was dead set on drinking vitamin water mm. in the bar tonight because water is good for you and <laughs> i could use a lot more of it in my life apparently after the past week but um since tracy g came by and she was like this is the bar room and we're supposed to have something to drink what are we having to drink i was like when i have vitamin water she's like vitamin water is not going to get it done <laughs> i'm like all right so i i, I went to go and uh, you know Opened up my, my wine bag and I pulled out. I had so I had this average. I'll be I'll be real. So I had this average Pinot Noir. And I was gonna bring it out, but I was like, eh, I'm not gonna do that. Trace G is guest <laughs> in the house. If it was just me and like two other people I didn't care about, I'd be like, here, open this. I'm not me, I'm not Dave, drinking right? this. <laughs> you mean like me, Dave. basically. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Two other, two other convenient, two other co- convenient hooligans whoever I drink with. <laughs> right? so Sorry, I'm not I'm trying to be as vague as possible. 
Um, but no, I was like, yo, no, we have a special guest in the house tonight. So tonight we ha- uh, opened up a bottle of Prophecy Pinot Noir. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, that's the name of it. So you were saving the big reveal for I, when the mics turned on, right? I was. Um, so it's uh, it's a California Pinot Noir. Let me write this down. It's a uh, one. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I hurt my tooth. Got your tooth in there. <laughs> It's, fer- it's, fer- it's fermenting. Why did that just hit it's my fermenting tooth like in between that? Cracks. That was wild. No. So, um, so your tooth thinks it's awesome. I think it's awesome too. So, um, <laughs> cheers, cheers to prophecy tonight. Yeah, I like their label. It's kind of cool. Yes. Okay. So, real quick on their label. So, their label was designed. Um, by a special artist they specifically reached out to a special artist i forget i think her name is chun lee don't i mean i'm not being racist i think that's Wait, her name isn't that the girl from street fighter it could be, that's, why I think, that's why i think it is because i looked at it i was like isn't that i look like that i'm like whatever but it's not her but it's her name so what she did so they have four different varietals right they have mm-hmm. pinot noir um they have a red blend they have a sauvignon blanc and a pinot grigio so each different one has a different label mm-hmm. but consistent with the same theme of like uh, they were going with like an Asian theme, but as you can see, there's a Joker on this one. There's like a serpent on um, one of the other labels. So they're 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 really creative labels. Is what I'm trying to That's say. That's dope. Can you pass that to me? I'm sure, kind of blind. Absolutely. Oh. Uh, here you go, Fab. Stretch, Fab, stretch. Oh, that is cool. It's like a jester. Oh yeah, this is sexy. Into it and regal, and cultured, and delicious, and fucking delicious. <laughs> most importantly, high on the priority list. Um. So yeah, so dope. So that's what we're gonna gonna be sipping on tonight. Um, moving on into the next phase, Fab, you have uh, a music choice for us today. Yes, I do. So I have. So while we were in Toronto, there were like two songs that like were ringing off basically mm. the whole weekend. Um, most of it was uh, Caribbean music, but a lot of parties were kind of like a hip hop versus soca kind of situation. For sure. Um, mm. And then when I was at Community Four DJing for them, um, this song like people requested the song before I could even play it. And I didn't even realize that because this is a new artist here from Brooklyn. Um, I didn't realize that she's already reached uh, international levels. So that's really dope. Shout I didn't out realize to that her. either. But I literally heard this. I, I yeah, literally yeah. heard the song last week. Yeah. Granted, it's like one of those addictive songs that, you know, beat it. Has a, yeah, it's a banger. <laughs> it's very, you know, grungy. I'll let y'all play it before I start going um, my critique. Yeah. Okay. So I was going to, I'm going to play her second. So the first song I'm going to, I'm going to play is. What I felt was the biggest tune of um, Caribana, and uh, to the point where we went to Juve, which was Thursday night, and they played this every six songs. Every six songs, they played this song, and like nobody cared. They just kept. It was just like it was wild. So um, here is Cloud Five, No Behavior, and it's a big uh, Grenadian song, and they don't have like a lot of soca music. So for them to have this this tune, like it's a it's a good look for them. Just 
jab jab until we dead Jab jab away junk like fish and you know any pet we day in it When you see we juve morning Just give us a fish to it Pull a girl, if she walk, if she walk behind the chop Baby girl don't waste no time Back it up on me one time now One by one just fall in line Let the jab jab take a whine Everybody afraid that we Cause you know we back like that Boom! When we touch down The open shell down 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 Dave, Dave, can, um, can I get can I get my air horn? Me, 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 me. There you go. Big yeah, try not to whine to that song because I dare you. It's like, oh man, like it's a, it's a problem. Um, so is that big in New York yet? Um, I mean, like soca music in New York, like they they're not gonna play this on the radio, yeah. but at a Caribbean party they'll play it yeah, for yeah. the right with the for the right party. Um, but yeah, that's that joint is a huge um Caribbean part. Okay, so this uh young lady, uh young MA. Mm. Yeah, have you heard of her? Yeah, we've had her on the show, she's fire. Yeah. So she has a song, ooh. Um nah. and, <laughs> and it's and it's funny how like she decided to spell it. Cause I feel like I would have spelled it if I was talking like this. <laughs> How do you say it again, Fab? Ooh. <laughs> um, it's O O O U U U. It's pretty like solid. But yeah. So this is her track, and people in Toronto that live there were requesting this. So, um, and then this, um, they played this at the blockout party on Sunday, and that was like three thousand people or more probably, and like people were losing their minds to it. So, mm-hmm. for. For a little young Brooklyn to get out there on that weekend, that's pretty dope. And such, like in such the short amount of time since yeah. the song has been out. Fire. I ain't gonna lie, I'm a little smashed. I'm a little dressed. We in the club, man. Oh. Yeah, they hate, but they broke them. And when it's time to pop, they have no shit. Yeah, I'm pretty, but I'm local. The loud got me moving slow mo. Hey, yo, Tweety, where the hoes, bro? Hey, yo, Keys, where the hoes, though? That other nigga, he a bozo. It's a mayor, you don't know. We got liquor by the boatload. Disrespect the life, that's a no no. All my niggas dressed in that rojo. I ride for my guys, that's the bro code. Baby gave me head. Damn, she make me weak when she deep throw. I need a rich bitch, not a cheap hoe. Baby on that hate shit, I peep though. My brother told me, fuck him, get that money, sis. You just keep on running on your hungry shit. Ignore the hate, ignore the fake, ignore the funny shit. Cause if a nigga violate, we got a honey clip. And we go zero to a honey quit. We just them niggas you ain't fucking with. And still go back a thotty and some bummy shit You're Eli, why they touchin' me? Like I don't always keep the hammer next to me Like I ain't got a header to the left of me Like we ain't in these streets more than sesame But that shit chick, then why she textin' me? Why she keep calling my phone, speaking sexually? Every time I'm out, why she stressin' me? You call her Stephanie? I call her Heffany I don't open doors for her all right, 
yeah so that's that track people love that hefany line yo yeah <laughs> i'm just like it's really? very it's very poignant <laughs> it's poignant as, as i was saying it as this was playing that's that's funny the funny thing is that so yeah i was like trying to remember like do i know this song do i know this song but because i do live on flatbush they have been playing like cars play this shit non-stop since the winter time like <laughs> wait it's been this song has been out since the winter time I, it's been out for a wow. minute it's been out for a minute yeah like, a couple months i mean i only heard it like a month ago i've been I literally hearing, heard it like a week I, and a half I, like ago, on some jacket shit weeks. like wearing jackets i've been hearing this song like, <laughs> i was I remember, wearing a jacket when and i remember camera. thinking like damn uh roddy the Roddy making new music and stuff like that because it has like a mm. you know it has like a smurder flow to it. Yeah, it, it is the like. I mean, exactly. you can money to it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So but, I was there. That's cool. So it's funny because she got a lot of problematic lines in there that, that she'll probably never get called out on. But cool. Like what? You know, it's cool. Misogyny <laughs> can only come from men. Oh, hmm. is that true? Nope. I was just <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, should we test this statement? I know, right? I'm like, oh. I was like, no, I was being I was like ooh. Cool. <laughs> hey, this shit dry, though. Definitely. You making popcorn? Right, I definitely smell snow. But like smell. burnt. Right, you burnt oh. that shit. Special <laughs> flavor. Damn. Burnt. See, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> burnt popcorn is like burnt rice, yo. Ugh. Burnt not nah, but burnt some people rice, eat. Else. I know people that will eat burnt popcorn. I don't know nobody that eat burnt rice. Oh, people eat do that. No. I feel like that's like disrespectful. Speaking of popcorn, <laughs> sounds like uh-oh. when we were in Toronto. Um, what night was this? It was Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Yeah. yeah. So it, this was the night that um, Obama was speaking. Yep. And we took like a moment. To <laughs> we had been drinking, but we took a moment to like watch it while we were out there. And these niggas were so smacked. <laughs> oh, to watch Obama? Yeah, he was uh, speaking at no, the. No, we, we were watching the, the DNC. The DNC. Yeah, when and so said, Obama was speaking at, don't at the vote, DNC. Vote. Yeah, exactly. And um, so we're watching. I mean, we're a little smacked at this point. Not like entirely smacked. No, no, we weren't entirely smacked, but we were getting there. Um, <laughs> like lowercase smack right all exactly uh-huh. so so at in Jules Airbnb the guy had you know he had chips or whatever um, he had popcorn and we found the popcorn and we was like yo Obama's we, we, we don't sit here and watch this mm-hmm. pop that popcorn word so we I think we might have popped three, three bags, bags of popcorn three bags and they had bowls <laughs> everywhere like the decorative bowls uh-huh. we freaking put the popcorn in these decorative bowls and I took a snap of them because they were too smack and I was just watching and they both had a big ass bowl of popcorn luncheon like just oh it was a bowl Obama. per person a bowl, yeah, bowl per, per person, person. Oh. and I was refilling oh. their bags like yeah. with the continued popcorn just, just in <laughs> awe at Obama like just Oh, is marijuana legal up there? It, it might be it because is people smoke it like nothing on the street. They're trying. Very, they, very they're closer. Brain. They're closer to like like making it legal than than we are in most states. Shout out to mm-hmm. Illinois. They just became uh, another state that get uh, legal. Really? Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, so close, like there's dispensaries though. Like in Montreal, like they, it's, yeah, I know it's, that. Um, well, they have dispensaries in Toronto yeah, too. Yeah, that welcome the Americans. Dude, the dude who um owns Community Fifty Four. Yeah, he takes part. Yeah. He's, he's macho. so dope. He's macho, yeah. South Central. No. Um, but yeah, so trending topics. Ooh. Um, so I mean I was I'm I've brushed up on a couple of these. Dave, you can <laughs> help me. You can help me out here. Where, where are we starting then? Um we're gonna start with Miss USA. Do you do you I know she so the Miss Teen USA. Right. Alright. Um Um allegedly she had some tweets. I know allegedly. Yeah, that, she claimed them. Those she claimed were them. Very real. So, 
and Miss Teen USA knew about it the entire freaking um, system of that. Oh. So, so break down the situation. Oh, they already had went through her like they they vetted her already. Oh before. yeah, absolutely. They no, always no. do. This was the best form of free publicity, which is troll black Twitter. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Because there's no way, even if it's just like. Okay, you know, so, no, let's but, break down I, no, what the fuck happened. So right? what exactly were in the tweets from? And I know they were from like 2013, right? Yeah, two years ago. Okay, two, three years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so this girl is is 17, I believe, or 18. Um, anyway, so it wasn't the form of blatant racism where it's like, yo, fuck these niggers, yada, yada. You know what I mean? Like a very archaic form of that. Right. Um, this was very benign and very much uh, shows a sense of how on the worst side of things hip-hop influences um their major consumer which is young white millennials Mm -hmm. so this girl is just joking around and she's like how come i can't watch taken with my nigga right here and she first starts out with using the er but then i think at some point she went to like rapgenius.com and looked up lyrics and was like let me put the a yeah that that just looks bad i never saw the a's i saw yeah there was one with an a but you know so casual with the er's too like yo hey what's up my nigga like but it's very possible if you are born in the freaking like 90s especially like 95 and up and you're not having these conversations. I don't know how our history is being taught in school. Like, I literally do not know about the accuracies of it. All I know is black history is primarily taught by rappers. Right. And unfortunately, we are one of the few um, communities that pour cement over our past history. Not, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm being very general here, but as far as it comes to music, you know, there's so much competition and then and the competition is always soaked in ageism. You know what I mean? Right. And it's very much about like, yo, I'm the one that's taking over right now. Like, fuck whoever. Like, we saw what the hell happened with Nicki Minaj and Lil' Kim. Like, when I was watching the VH1 Hip Hop Honors, we talked about this fab. I was like, oh my gosh. Talk about remind me <laughs> of the, the wild impact yeah. that Lil' Kim so had and how man. she actually birthed Nicki Minaj. You know what I mean? But we're so present and future that not a lot of people will take the second to go back to the past. And, and so and so if you're living completely in the present and if you're supporting black music, you know, and it's not like our radio stations are segregated, <laughs> then uh, you're going to just hear the N word, you know, spit out rather gratuitously. And you're going to think it's OK, because when you go, if you're a young freaking 72 year old white girl, you're going, you're paying to go see fucking Tiger. Seventy five percent of the crowd is your people. Yeah. Wait, yeah. you don't need to be no 17 year old white girls at the Tiger show. He is. Um, He's dating. <laughs> Kylie Jenner. <laughs> hide the seventeen-year-old white. Well, Kyle. Well, he he is freaking uh, putting on shows for Kylie Jenner's Pied Piper line of seventeen-year-old oh white God. girls. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, who are injecting their lips, but that's a whole nother road of conversation. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, so so I'm not surprised. I looked at it more as like a progress report for us. Okay. In the hip hop community, more than like looking at her as like, damn girl, you're supposed to know better. Because I'm like, how how would she know better? Well, and that'd be, well, that would be my question: is who are her, like who are her friends that she's surrounded by that cosigns? Like nobody pageant bitches. No, nobody hit. <laughs> but listen, so nobody hit her up like on like a DM. Be like, bitch, what is you no, doing? No, because usually groups like that have like the one black friend if they do. Right. She was like relatively <laughs> unknown until like a year and a half. Right. Okay. And also like if she is 
you know, her her go to squad is these pageant bitches, as Fab so eloquently put. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, the controversy before she even got crowned was the fact that there was such a high lack of diversity mm. with the top five. They all look like different versions of Barbie okay, dolls. Yeah, yeah. I you saw the picture, mean? like the collective picture of all of the what, all 50, 51, whatever contestants, and it was like the one black girl, like way in the back. Like I, I see you. That's not a shadow on your face. What? <laughs> <laughs> I see you, sister. <laughs> One shut up. We have, we have one. We but have that's one. where the trolling began. Mm. Right. Yeah. Seriously, because you think about it, we are the number one community on Twitter. It's like us and then like political it's like a Venn diagram of like <laughs> troll. Yeah. yeah. Like Black folks troll like politicians. Feminists. Then there's like the LGBT community, and then on the other side, it's just like this big ass fucking white circle of Republican other. gun <laughs> oh. holders. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Because they don't even, jeez. What else happened, man? Oh. <laughs> so apparently, so I caught I caught the end wave of this. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Oh God. Um, I I think it was either Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, no, it was it was Wednesday because it was before we were about to leave to yeah. go to Toronto. And all of a sudden, I just like for some reason just opened up my Twitter and there was just three or four, five, six different Arthur memes. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck, like yeah. hilarious. Yeah, captions that were hilarious. Yeah. I'm just going through, and I, I'm not an uh, an avid tweeter or an avid retweeter. I should say. I might have like retweeted like six or seven of them just because, like, I, I got so. But I didn't realize it was such a. I only thought it was one person on Twitter that was retweeting. <laughs> Open was, up Instagram. It's everywhere. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> Where did it start from? It started at like two in the morning. Yeah. On, a, on Tuesday night, like somebody just like threw it out there, and it just. It took off. Everybody just started screen capping all of the pictures you could find from Arthur. There was like a couple like major accounts who like that's what they do for like that's what they do is just meme things and they yeah. like, like child to do child ruiners where I saw like a lot of the ones that I was just like dying right. at. You know what I'm wondering? How can we funnel these kids who have such strong senses for what's going to go viral and can create this the, comedy in the form the, of memes? How do we on the funnel pulse. that into a check for them? Like, what is the adult equivalent? Like, the job, the real job equivalent of that? Well, a lot of these guys end up, if they, like, they last long enough, they end up getting, like, snatched up by, like, mainstream. Like, even the guy, um, I don't know if you guys know, but, like, isn't it Booty Math or whatever. Huh? He's from Atlanta. He's hella funny and like obscure. Of course he's right. He's he ain't got no he's from, But he's like that. He's from that like same circle of like father and like all of those guys and Ethereal and like all those like the weird Atlanta scene, like like weird mm-hmm. Atlanta rap scene. And he's just like hella funny. Like, but yeah, he's got picked up by like Fader and like Complex has done some stuff with so him. Like, but that's like creators. a personality. I'm talking yeah. about you know how like before for newspapers, um, the tutorial um, side of things would be really really lit. You know, when yeah, they yeah, would do comedy, like like literally, if you are good with words, you're good with your imaging, and mm. you're good with finding comic relief. Mm, wittiness. <laughs> yeah. What like I just want to know because we're gonna be having kids who might be doing this, and I want to know. What avenues what, to steer exactly. them to? Exactly. Like a lot of these kids, end up, like a lot of these people, like are like writers. They do other things, and it's just, it's just like an offshoot of like what they're really good at. You know? Okay. Like, oh, I guess the, from I mean, and I have very vague knowledge on this or on this topic. But my guess would be is if they had like an Instagram page and they generated, I don't know, let's say two hundred. If they're able to gather hundreds of thousands of followers, right? Then they turn to sponsors yep. to put out their sponsored. Images, products, and mix it in with their comedic right. content. Right? It gets watered down though, like oh, of like, course, like with Jesus and Miro, like they were fucking hilarious. Like I mean, I think they're still funny now. I still listen to their podcast, but like 
five years ago, like they when they didn't have any ties to anybody, they were ruthless in like the comedy and the jokes oh, yeah. were just like Twitter was different five years lying, ago. Though. That lying. was a different. So like oh, yeah. now, the, even they said it was like, yo, I can't just make jokes on certain people because I'm on not. MTV too. I'm going to end up being in a green room with one of these guys. You got like, contracts, and it's like super. Yeah, and then, then you have yeah. It's not just for like you know people who are in the spotlight in one way or the other. It's for all of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of yeah. really monitoring because. This perception is becoming bigger than reality. Like, you will get fired off of something that you put on right, Facebook. Right. People for real, have. for real. Yeah. Yeah, the number one place. Before people are looking at your resume, they're looking at, like, what is your digital presence like? How does it represent not only you, but how is it going to represent this company? The company, because you are a representation of the company. I mean, uh-huh. Black Twitter is definitely uh, known for getting people out of their jobs, out the, <laughs> out the paint, as they say it. But I guess like the first, the first like kind of like you know what happens is like the jokes are funny, and then the fun police come and they're like, oh, no, that's so <laughs> like the, the the fun police came when like there was just a lot of like couples joke being made about the pictures with like Arthur and DW, who is every if you don't know his little sister, but like they would be in pictures together and it, they would like say something like oh nah it's quiet for you ma something <laughs> like that, or like there was a real funny one where like she's crying on the bed and he's like. He's putting on his reason. pants. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's putting on his pants. He's but like, nah, I told you that that dub, it's still going to be a dub at the door. I can't do nothing for you. That is so funny. But this is what the internet reminds us is that the world is huge. So a lot of times when we were living in just like, you know, our own little like um, square space of reality, we're like, okay, everyone, all of my friends think this is funny. So in general, this is funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone in Southeast Asia is like, nah, bitch, you racist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or that or like even the creator like the creator of arthur right was noted in saying black people ruin everything oh 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 <laughs> tommy hill figure us why don't you uh, wait, yeah. wait 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 whoa, whoa. that 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 never happened Oh yeah, so, that was yeah, like Tommy. A rumor. Tommy is down with the black folks. Yeah, definitely. he's uh, yo, <laughs> definitely. No, 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 no. I thought that that shows. happened. Yeah. I thought that that happened, and then um, because it was this whole thing, like, oh, he went on Oprah, Oprah and was like, right. well, if I knew black people were gonna, gonna wear my, my clothes, shit, like that know. never happened, nope. and, and it's unfortunate because I and a <laughs> stop, lot of people yeah, stop fucking with Tommy Hilfiger off the shrimp. And yeah, so if you know, like, he was putting like Raekwon and like a whole bunch of dudes in his shows. Like, he was the first dude to actually really embrace the rap culture. He thought it was really cool he's real he's like yeah. a real city dude yeah but um, fables right and i met him and he's very genuine and like, his son is a rapper yes um rich hill rich yeah. hill i didn't know that yeah him and like know. fat trailer like really cool whatever. fun pop but to speak back to like what you're saying about like how do we like create an outlet for like these young people to make money off of their creative creativity i feel like it's there but like these companies still have these old geezers that like want to be yeah. like head of social media but don't know how to use it and then like either are hiring interns and not paying them to do all their work uh-huh. or they're not like hiring the right people like off of or they want to if you go on a on the website or go on indeed go to a social media manager they want seven years of experience yeah, that's crazy how social do you media, have so like so that doesn't has make social any media sense. been around seven years what are you talking about <laughs> seven years of experience being a digital marketing manager right. it the the whole industry has changed so i feel like it's kind of like set up to not give these kids like a fair chance because they're the future right. but you know that's like the whole millennial thing true and it's but you I know mean, what happens like most of those jobs that should go to brown people because we are the funniest motherfuckers on the internet right now oh. period like <laughs> you see i like seth rogan too I mean, yeah, well, <laughs> we could do the, the we could we could do the whole Judd Apatow like great. go down that line. But no, um, it, it it definitely I've said this to other people who I know like come from like different places that I've worked media outlets, and they're like, yo, like 
yeah, we're doing all this stuff and we're putting in all the fucking legwork in on the internet just like organically. And then what happens is you get like Bob Cedar from like Mississauga, wherever, and he's like, yeah, I can tweet like this. And he's working for Frito Lay or for these companies. Mm-hmm. So you have these guys who have these like. You know, any of the, you've seen like the stupid, like big corporate companies yeah. just have all of a sudden, like, digital matter presence. of fact, funny, you know, tongue in cheek, like, funny, like, digital presence. And, like, yo, wait, you know, a black guy doesn't have that job. Like, yeah, mm, that's true. But I also think at the same time, um, a lot of white people are cool with monetizing everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, they created capitalism. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, and I just know I've been in a lot of spaces where I just hear a lot of people and the conversation about networking becomes synonymous with dick sucking. Yes. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden it's like opportunist versus people that just know how to recognize an opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I think a lot of times we just put a negative connotation when someone is going to get theirs. Like, we're yeah. the ones that created this whole term of selling out. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, 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 I, and I feel like... I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure if the vast majority of us, unfortunately, but hopefully, because we're having this conversation, yeah. would be would take it to another level proactively and say, "Don't holler at somebody right now and get a job off of this." Exactly. You know what I mean? But that's also because you know, going all everything can go back to slavery, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. gentlemen and ladies. Um, <laughs> is that inflicted oppression that we abs- absolutely and being comfortable with being uncomfortable? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. That has a lot to do with just, I don't know, just kind of taking a tour of some of our mindsets. Sure. What um, else we got on the... Uh, uh, so, we're going to get... I just want to give a shout out to my man, Oxtail God. That's the dude who I was following on Twitter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. These <laughs> names of these people, yo. Oxtail God. That name. He's Booty funny. math. Yeah. Oxtail God. Oxtail God. Um, Control creep. I, I mean, I know. I follow. I follow. I feel like you wanted that to be your name. <laughs> um, so that's in a past life. I don't. I don't appreciate that. So one. so apparently, <laughs> at all, Tracy. <laughs> Just jokes. So apparently, we weren't the only ones trying to get into uh, Toronto this weekend. Apparently, um, wait. So somebody else tried to get into Toronto. But but oh. couldn't get into Toronto. Who that? Okay, um, that was almost me. But we don't. Oh. <laughs> we not even we we talk about that. that. Uh, don't check business when you go to a different country, y'all. Facts. Personal. Continue. You're always going for personal. Um, <laughs> except if you're a beanie man and you're trying to go for business and make some money, but they deny you because you have the Zika virus. Young Zika nader. And then the best part of it all. On Twitter, somebody <laughs> retweeted the news that Beanie Man got Zika, and they said, <laughs> and I peed when I read this. They said Zika's out. Zika's out. <gasps> Zika's out. Oh, <laughs> I just disconnected my out. headphones. Zika's out. Oh my! If you're familiar, was that a black person? Was that a funny from a black person? Yeah, it was. Let's shout him out now because that was the funniest fucking tweet I've ever seen. I believe it was Tyler. Tyler Withers. Uh, Tyler, I am. Oh my god, everyone's shit just Zika got fucked zow, up. Zika Zika zow, zow, now, 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 now. fucked up, yo. Yo, isn't that it's shit fucked so up. fucked? <laughs> it's fucked Here up. Here it is. No, it wasn't Tyler. Oh my um, god. At Vina Bean. Distressed Ursula, you <laughs> fucking won the internet, and you didn't get that many retweets, but we see you. But we saw you. It's a dance hall great Beanie Man contracts Zika virus, forced to miss headlining spot at OVO Fest. She retweeted said in all caps Zika Zao. <laughs> <laughs> and only if you. Bl- 
black are you getting that? You gotta have a certain level oh, of yeah, melanin to really understand. What the fuck, man? You understand? You can't just have been put on to freaking Beanie Man through Drake <laughs> to I'm get that. No, yeah. you gotta go back to. Uh, oh my god, the song, song with Maya. Oh. It's all about your freaking middle school years. What were they looking like? <laughs> oh, Sorry, nineties babies. I wow, mean, that's, that's unfortunate, crying. and I don't know, and and also like that's kind of like bringing it to like kind of more <laughs> serious tone because um. I, I just saw something else. They like they they're shut down like neighborhoods in Miami now. Like I don't know how the fuck Beanie Man died, Zika, because it's supposed to still be in South he lives America, in Jamaica. Yeah, I mean, but Zika <laughs> is, but, it wasn't, but it wasn't supposed. To, it's not supposed to be like it has spread to Jamaica like. But it's in the Caribbean, bro. It's though. already it's in it's in. It Florida. was in the Caribbean first, right. and then it got to Florida. Damn, because mm. it's in DR. Yeah. Like you're going to the islands, you're risking getting Zika. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's a... It's a don't, they, then, <laughs> don't they say that it's highly um, contracted through sex? Yeah, they, the first case happened a couple weeks ago in New York that someone got it, a woman got it through sex from a man. Because before it was just <laughs> being... No, I'm from serious. A, from a man. woman. No, but before it was just being spread um, from man to man. Doesn't this sound familiar? Stop um, it. Don't do that. Like, I'm just saying. Sounds like the Cedar. Niggas is dying out like here, talking man. talking about that AIDS. Damn, they so. said that it also AIDS started from Haiti, Fab. So we must be they careful. They said that. Yes. Who's yes. they? That was the first. Mm. Mm. <laughs> the ancestors of Trump. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that it originated in Africa. So. Yeah, that's what I always heard. I never heard Haiti. I think people just oh, racist. What they want to say is that we like basically like there's not enough women in the world, especially not in Africa, which is like one of the largest populations in the world. But you know, apparently we just fucking monkeys and. Theoretically, our, <laughs> we contracted it. Right. From. Meanwhile, some tribes out there know how to speak to birds in order to find food. So at the end of the day, when it comes to all these natural disasters, which you cannot fucking run from, you know who you're going to have to holler at? The indigenous people that you tried to fucking kill off right, by yeah. the hordes. Yep. You because know. they know how to survive out in the open mm-hmm, without the internet, mm-hmm. without you know, see what happens. Fucking a hundred years from now, when the sky is falling, the Native mm-hmm. Americans are just like flying into the heavens, and they're like, "Well, see you later." <laughs> Try to tell you. Who can I run to? <laughs> <laughs> You're such a, such a fucking asshole. Just a quick oh, sidebar. So, um, so, so news flash. Um, Allegedly. <laughs> Oh, no, this isn't alleged. Oh, I thought. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, just stop taking dick pics. Oh, damn. I'm Yo. always. It's always a good time for that PSA. It is always a good time. <laughs> yes. Stop. 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 I've, stop I've definitely pics. had these conversations uh. with like large groups of women together. I want to about, about your dick pics. <laughs> no, I want enlighten I me how this conversation. I goes. don't feel that like. I mean, maybe I just don't think that like a, a penis is attractive. To women <laughs> to just look at, like to send a dick pic, maybe like a full body. No, what? <laughs> you got the arm and hammer hanging down, you know. You're like, okay, but like, you know, I don't think that an isolated like dick pic is attractive. And I think no, that dudes are just like so. Dude, come on, bro. It, it looks like a baby's leg. Come on, let's be. Let's be it's bad enough that women get assaulted by fucking dick pics in there. That's a good picture. <laughs> It's a picture of you, you want to put context on that, bro? Wow. <laughs> Paint the picture, baby. It's a podcast. I just they want y'all to know that Chuck, Chuck is in house. Chuck and is he in the building. his phone to Dave while he was ranting. Talking about a dick pic. <laughs> ranting about dick pics. It doesn't make it Ooh, that's a nice picture. It doesn't make it better. So, this is a picture of myself. I look quite happy. Shout out to Summer Friday. Shout out to Team Epiphany. 
That was a good uh, yacht party. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, so the good boy Draymond, yeah, who like basically told everybody to come follow him because he's the sole guy who has like all of the footage on Team USA, and mm-hmm. they're making jokes on Kevin Durant and singing, you know, making my way and downtown, and Carmelo's looking at Carmelo's like, giving all the niggas a oh, shade, look, like I love these, it. He, you know, he was like, this is these these are niggas I'm supposed to come here with. Where's Bronny at, man? <laughs> Fuck. Bronny's <laughs> right. Because everybody basically like backed Fact. out of the backed out of plan for USA because. Nobody wants to go to Rio because of Zika. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. Are we moving further away from the dick pic cop topic? No, so we're there. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're oh, okay. We're okay. Here. Stop sending them. Yeah. Well, you know what? I would say the ugliest ones are the unsolicited ones. Yeah. Mm. At okay, the end of the yeah. day, no full body is very terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I no full body. You is mean like a full body, very like rarely requested, and like the yeah, it's just. Cause mm. I don't know, it's just don't it's send them. really weird. If she wants to see your dick. Show up to her house. That's all I'm gonna. I do. always think of the cat. Wood, I mean, um, the Kevin Hart stand up when he's like, "Well, what she see when she saw it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the first one where he's talking. <laughs> Put it on the table, son. That's my man. High five. <laughs> no, no, but uh, yeah. So Draymond got everybody to follow him, which was like great social media outreach on uh, Snapchat, and then <laughs> drops the. I don't want to say hammer, but drops the bomb on everybody by fucking sending a dick picture out accidentally to everybody. Drop that dun da dun. Right. That's awesome. Which was just like a, a long list of L's that fucking Draymond <laughs> has taken this year. I didn't you know. see it, Fab, did you? No, I didn't know. And it's funny because I saw King Karan tweet of he screenshotted this joint that like sent him a picture of herself like through Snapchat. And her caption was like is you is your dick as big as Draymond? <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, the only nudity I saw was Melania. That's it. I haven't Ooh. seen it. Oh yeah, Trump. I saw that. She was on the cover on the of the post. post. Yeah. Oh the her. stars on her boobs. Oh duh. That I mean I knew there was old pictures news. of her. I was Yeah, I have no problem that's old with news. that. Yeah. Oh my my bad. Well listen, <laughs> here are some quick guidelines on um Dick pics. Yes. On nudes in general. <laughs> oh. Well, Okay, yeah, we'll categorize it. We're going to start once with um, the penis. Okay, so, one, most importantly, okay, there is a prerequisite. That prerequisite is an invite. You must be sure you are holding in your hands a request of some form, okay? You cannot just pop up and show off your penis. It doesn't matter how much width you have, how much length you have. Yes, we are agreeing, right? Yeah, Pat? no, no, I know. I'm just like, we just are never here for it. Yes. <laughs> it would work as a good alarm because I am wide awake if I get a random dick pic. All of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I am here alive, paying attention. All of my senses are up. And then afterwards, I would say it's easier if you do the don'ts. The don't is one time I had this kid send me a dick pic, but it, his dick was in front of the toilet. Ew. Whoa, wait, what? It was so strange. Background it was first thing in the morning. Aerial? Was it aerial and the toilet was down, or was he sitting on the toilet and he's like, Oh, no, no, no. It was it was aerial. It was aerial. It wasn't like he was in position for, damn, somebody on the show. You know who Eric Andre is? Of course. Okay, oh, yeah. He was on the show. See my, talk- see my hat? This is from Eric Andre's pop up that he died this weekend, Legalized oh, Ranch. Look at that. Shout out. Ah! Okay, yeah, so fluid. Anyway, so he was on the show, and um, he was talking about... I told him, I was like, I know you're a freaking weirdo in bed. I can, t- I can see it. I can smell it. And he was saying how he likes... Damn, what the fuck is this? Damn, Ty, you weren't on the show today. Fun fact, Ty does our videography for Sway in the Morning. Hey. Anyways, he said, what is it called when a guy is receiving... He's receiving... Fellatio while... Exactly, taking a shit for... Yeah, what is that called? Rumpkin? 
<laughs> Sounds Jamaican as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't that. He wasn't sitting on the toilet, Kenneth like, Florida. trying I'm to horrified. send me signals. <laughs> he was like, I'm trying Why? to piss, but I'm kind so of a wreck right now. Yeah. Let me just take a picture. I think he was trying to prove that he didn't stage this. Like, it was so in the moment. I'm just thinking about you. Yeah, right now, and here it is. And I'm like, nah, bitch. Like, edit this shit. Like, think of it. Send a selfie, bro. Just send a selfie. Okay. Sure. Have y'all requested dick pics ever? Like, is that Never. like a thing yeah. that women request? I was gonna say pics? one of these girls have women. Sorry. Women, yeah. <laughs> I no. have. Fab, you've never, <laughs> Fab, you've never no. requested a dick pic. No, like, you've and never? like Dave said, which was very accurate. Like, I don't think like peens are attractive. Right. So you've never done like a nude for nude swap? No. Oh, she sent nudes. Wow. Uh, actually. Huh. I don't think a peen is attractive. No, no, right, no, no, so no, 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 yeah, that's be classy, what like a suggestive. Doing? Your face still not in it, just in case y'all break uh-huh. up. All right, kind of situation. Smart. Yeah, and it has to build up anticipation. Like sometimes when you just give like the full freaking meal, it's just easier to be over yeah. it. Right, real fast. I'd, Actually, I, I go for. I mean, I go for an RT. I like an RT nude. Yeah, <laughs> with Thank flowers and some old, old Rihanna's. Right? Give me some. Yeah, Dave is suggesting um, RT nudes being right. sent to his inbox if anyone. Yeah, yeah. D- Dave like. <laughs> Yeah. Tave likes his his nudes with filters and emoji cons and all that and, uh, and the flower the flower filter yeah. oh, on the vagina though. Can you imagine like dating a photographer? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, jokes, 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 jokes. But imagine like dating a photographer. I would never send any nudes. I'd feel like nothing would be up to par. Hmm. You know. What you I mean? think they'd be judging? They'd be judging the background content. Oh yeah, no, I would have them take like definitely. I want big blown out portraits when I'm naked. I love all oh, my the most beautiful creature roaming this earth is a pregnant woman yeah. to me. Yes. Um. Yeah. Whoa. And I've never seen a nude or a pregnant woman that did not just look like oh <laughs> goddess status. You know. So I'm waiting for that to do a pregnancy shoot. Yeah. I've seen some good wait. ones, and then I've seen some. I've seen some so real we've had two photographers in the building, just yeah. in case, you know. I've seen some real bad. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys should chime in. Like, so, um, are you? Did you guys like when you first started out doing photography? Were you like the creep? Like, oh, <laughs> like I could shoot y'all. You I know, could, I I, shoot you have naked. this. Look. Yeah, one of those. Or do you, is it weird for you guys to do like nude shoots if you've done them? You don't. Chuck says he doesn't like nude shoots. But Chuck, I know for a fact that you've taken like. A gang more than Chuck, go to ten. One. If Mark was here, go we could one. get his. Oh, Mark is oh. king of the nude <laughs> shoot. No, it's not a book. I mean, go on his Instagram. It's there. Mark got. I have there. I have done nude shoots before, but I'm not a big fan of them. Like I said, they're very boring. Yeah. Oh. I think so too. Why? Wait. So then, photographers might be the best. Like male photographers might be the best at dick pics. Wow. <laughs> Comment. <Right. laughs> Chuck, Chuck took a sip. Chuck is sipping. <laughs> took a dick pic on a seamless. Right. He was like, come out, I don't know what y'all talking about. Girls ask me for my, my joints is flawless. He got all the all, all the right lighting, <laughs> all the, the shadows. Put a green screen on his fucking dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't keep talking. About yeah, this. right. Yeah, um, so last bad. but not least, yeah, getting off note. getting off dick pics. Um, Speaking of dicks. Um, I mean, then you can talk about this then shit. Um, no, Frank Ocean. Um, so I went on Twitter again today. 
<laughs> That's what I said. It just sounded bad. Bad transition. Um, <laughs> because he's gay? No. Bi- oh, bisexual. Let my man breathe. I'm calling well, him a dick. He's sexually ambiguous is really what it is. Yeah. Is it? Right. I choose yeah. not to. He chooses not to like identify. He doesn't define. You know, a lot of these younger kids, they go by gender neutral. He lives in love. Mm. I believe you guys are the same age. Oh, oh really? Yeah. He's, he's 30? Not, he's older than me. <laughs> I don't I don't know your age. I'm old enough to party. What oh, the fuck? Right. You're a man. <laughs> Fucking be proud about your age. I should be quiet. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. He's twenty four. Um oh, no, oh, right. I forgot you're very young. Five. 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 Oh, five. Sorry. That is very young. Thanks. Um <laughs> Someone's upset. The, re- the reason with Frank, why well, the dick, the prank association, well, it wasn't because of an actual dick. But oh. so me and Fab were talking earlier. We were like, Frank's a dick because he's been delaying and stalling this album for so long. Oh, hee hee. Like he was, well, there was something on some live stream on Twitter today. And it was like, oh, Frank gonna drop the album. Frank gonna drop the album. No, nah, it, it was today. today. It came up oh, today. what? Yeah. You guys are really anticipating this? I'm not. I'm. I'll, when <laughs> yeah, the I, shit is on iTunes, yeah, I will feed to into it. it. Yeah. yeah, but like otherwise, I've been waiting. I was just. Long. I was just reading about it through the note or the, the mentions and every like three months. That people, like people just flipping, flipping on Frank it. because he won't drop it. I mean, yeah, I don't feel impatient, but I think you know someone had tweeted how they're not worried about when Frank comes out because the internet is like on their third. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I feel like that fulfills the void. Also, I guess because. Um, I'm a creator at heart. I do not like rushing creators. Like I do not like them being slaves to consumerism. I really, really like creators best when they make, um, when they produce for their own catharsisism. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And then we come second. And if I I happen to fuck with it, then yeah. But I don't want him coming. Like remember when Rihanna was just back to back to back to back to back, and Um. I was just like, I don't. Like, what are you playing Just into right now? Just brushing product out. Yeah. I think that he doesn't owe... And that's another thing, like, creator. Like, I don't think that you owe anybody anything. Um, it's it's a sad, th- sad thing, going back to like, capitalism, that, and the the rate of which we um, receive Consume. information mm-hmm. uh, these days is, like, the fastest it's ever been, and, like, everybody's so used to, like, they gotta have the fucking like you know what I hate? I hate trailers to music videos. Like, what the fuck is the point of that? Like, just drop the music video. But that's because people need to see something now. Yeah. So like, they're forced to fucking like chop up their artistic creativity to like give you some like bullshit. Like, right. I think that Frank is hands down probably like the greatest writer of our current time. Like in our age group and generation, I don't think that anybody surpasses him. In I think writing. John Bellion is better, but um. <laughs> My problem, like, I agree with you guys on the creator level. However, I have a problem when it's like, oh, yeah, it's coming out this date. And then oh, it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't say shit. I like, mean, he did do it. He did an interview, like, like year, like in 2013 about saying how he really doesn't like dates. And I think that the labels are pushing him. To, the labels pushing mm. him to say, is it ready? Is it ready? And then you, you got all these guys, like, everybody who's like, yeah, I've heard it. Even, um. Who is he signed to? Uh, Mm. I feel like he was Atlantic? in Indie. Indie? No, he's got a major. He's a major. I'm not, Atlantic ain't got the that pot of gold. Oh. Yeah, but um. I think. Uh, never mind. Go ahead. In the same Neither time though, there. but he also likes to be compared to like um, you know, to like Stevie and like the great writers of the 60s, 70s, and I'm just like, well, if you do want to be compared to those guys, then and Bob Dylan, these guys are putting out music like every six months, so. Yeah, but I, I think it. he's just talking about the quality, not like the frequency. Yeah, but of it. also like these guys were great because they could kind of bounce back from songs in the key of life and give you secret life of plants. Is that you know? really why? Is that really a major part of the criteria for why someone's great? Because also, you know what sucks is you put all this time into it, and here's the thing: when you are talking about how speedily we consume, then people are fucking done with it. Yeah, in a yeah. month. 
in a month and you're like yo i spent two years i had nothing going on in my life so i fucking took my ass to thailand and did whatever to come up with experiences and y'all are done with me mm. you have chewed me up you have shitted me out and now you're over and on to the next one too much later you know what i mean yeah, so so i don't know i i can't blame him I and too, your art shouldn't be like your, your art shouldn't be based in that though i mean it does suck because we do see the you do see the tweets you see the instagram comments and stuff like that and i know he does a good job he tries to do a good job of like kind of staying off social media as much as possible right limiting his communication through his tumblr and uh now his like new site boys don't cry or whatever but I don't know. I, I just. Oh. I see your point. Don't though, worry too. about anybody else. Like, just do your shit, and that's I why. That's why I'm saying. Like, too. these other guys didn't give a fuck. But also, this is a whole different era we're dealing with. And now, you come out with an album that was probably your greatest work, and you have this mm. like um, performance anxiety now about, damn, am I able going? Am I going to be able? Are people going to actually top it? Even if I to do it. top it, like a guy like me, I'll be like, yo, this probably this shit is fucking amazing. But now, even today, Channel Orange was great. We can all agree on that. Maybe yes. yes. Okay. I like Nostalgia Ultra better. Well, yeah, I but a lot of covers no and a lot of like like non original music. Yeah, but that. even still, it's just all about what's the end product sound like. Like I hear that. Yeah, I love Channel Orange. I thought it was amazing. Me and too. Yeah. Not that it was bad, but now like today, people are so upset that he's like not coming out of music. Now you're saying like Channel Orange sucks and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, huh? what? Wait, what? dog, I saw. But those are the disloyal like. Yeah. That's like Twitter, and they be turning on you quickly like, when you know they Channel don't. Channel Orange is not that good, and I'm like, yo, you know what? what? If, if Frank wrong. has to wake up and read this shit, like we don't fucking deserve another album, yo. Like I'll, I'll. I fucking deserve it. Right. I mean, I'm yeah, like, yo, that person. The real, <laughs> the, yes, the real fans. We do, or people who even appreciate just the, just the art. You know, like mm -hmm. we do, we do like kind of like not deserve, but like we're gonna appreciate whatever you put out. Yeah. I know it's gonna be great. Yeah. You know, but. It just sucks. You guys know who Elizabeth Gilbert is. Yeah. She wrote "Eat, Pray, Love." She had a really, really phenomenal TED talk, and she just talked about. Um, being able to lasso our elusive creative genius and she was saying how when she when she created e pray love the number one response she got from people was how are you going to top this mm. how are you going to top this and it just put her into this perpetual never-ending state of anxiety yeah, absolutely. and she kept thinking she was talking about how the problem with creators is we've been forced into this um this this state of narcissism and you keep thinking that your gifts are coming from you mm -hmm. and she was going back to like um during the the times of like greek philosophy and whatever and how everything would come from a deity you know what i mean like mm -hmm. if you had this gift no one looked at it as if it was yours it was coming from another god and you weren't responsible for being hot all the time because if you had a day popped up and you didn't create something great no one was like yo fucking throw him into the fire it's over for mm -hmm. you it's just like oh, okay god decided to right. visit someone else's body mm -hmm. and and we put a lot of pressure on people to just like top it top it top it because we're mm -hmm. over it, or over it, or over it and yo that that can be a lot it can be a lot, especially because we know with social media, you can't freaking escape can't this comparison, this, you know, just just the seesaw of comparison that just goes up and down and up and down and up and down. So, yeah. And, you know, and if you are a Frank Ocean fan, then you know that he is he he, he strikes me as an empath. So I feel like he just feels a lot. Yep. I feel like whenever I see someone who's not on social media a lot, I look at it as you can soak energy very quickly, very easily. And so you're putting yourself at a distance, you know, yeah. and and um, also like he's very vulnerable. Yeah. Like, yo, he was Clearly. one. Nobody's gaydar went off for Frank Ocean early. Did yours, Fab? 
Um, like once you, when you were first introduced, like when it came to Novocaine, were you like? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I don't think I was dissecting the lyrics that like, oh, he's talking about a. It wasn't man. Novocaine. It was, it was on. It was, it was on nostalgia. It was on. Nostalgia. Well, I mean, just in general, from Jump, you know right. how like yeah. you nobody, can, you nobody can, had it because he was talking about women on uh, Nostalgia Ultra. Right. Yeah. No, but he said when Even when he said, I, I don't believe that um, between that love is between uh, uh, a man and yeah. a, a yeah. woman and man, but between that love is that life and love. Life, Fuck. But you know, Macklemore you know says stuff about. like that too, you know? But my point is, is uh, that. I hate <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. When now, I was six, I thought I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but still, at the end of the day, to be a young black man mm-hmm. who is coming out as whatever outside of heterosexual norms it's just it's a lot your music is now going to be dissected differently because you are not taken subconsciously as a heterosexual everything is different everything is turned the fuck up lgbt community is looking at him like yo you're gonna rep for us with this album right, the black right. community is like yo what you got dog all the hipster you know what I- it's a That's lot, a lot. Yeah. of eyes on him so and even still it kind of drove people to get uh misinterpretations of the album itself like okay mm. just because he talked about in that article about like or the the letter that he wrote that like his first love was a man there's definitely obvious obvious tones about his love for women as well right even songs like pyramid are obvious for this or but like um monks and these other songs like he's not always talking about and even in the forest the forest gump song he's talking from the standpoint of a woman Mm -hmm. and what he felt like she would say to uh like for his uh, whatever so (laughs) a lot of people just kind of like Man, just like one one track minded, like you know, yeah. serial processing is just like all time low. All Absolutely, time low. yeah. Um, I like the way you put that too. A lot of people didn't even realize that "Swim Good" was about suicide. Oh yeah, oh. bitch. This is, let me oh, tell y'all what? something. What? Fab is one of my bestest. I told her that I've upgraded her from regular friend into my best okay. friend category oh. for real. Your first, your first class now. Yo. How long did you know? From Jump? Huh? From Jump you knew that? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Thank you. And I've been saying this to so many people. They thought I was diving in deeper than I needed to be. And I was like, y'all are just swimming in the shallow water. Look at the video. People are very shallow. There's a video for that? Yeah, he's driving a fucking hearse. Oh yeah. Like a a fucking sick like old Cadillac. Yeah. (sighs) That song is so that song. Oh yeah. Transition. Yeah. So speaking of that song, um, Look at Ken. the coach shake. Thank you. I know, right? I'm like, I'm getting there. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. That's what I'm here uh, for. <laughs> um, yeah, so Swim Good, um, if you didn't know, uh, that song's about uh, suicide. And we wanted to talk about um, mental health today and um, the importance of talking about mental health, um, how it is in, portrayed in the black community, um, some of our like personal experiences with uh, mental health and like just how to kind of keep a good healthy mental mind and um ways to take care of yourself it's not just physical health if not mental health is more important um and also tracy's here because that's her specialty Mm -hmm. so she can chime in as well um but yeah uh (laughs) uh, me personally i guess i'll start um with mental health so a lot and and i feel like just because it's kind of i don't want to say it's new but it's it's kind of new in the sense that um on an insurance level their companies are just 
getting more invested into it like for a lot of things like anxiety depression like stuff like that um a lot of stuff if you have insurance it's not covered and it's or it's just starting to be uh covered like whether you're going to therapy like that's considered like a special doctor you know what i mean but like this is stuff that like we need to monitor every day Mm -hmm. um and then to go even a step further um when you talk about like like bipolar and um you know schizophrenia and like stuff like that um it's it's really important that people are knowledgeable in these um what am i trying to say it's important to be knowledgeable in like these categories of of different mental health because especially in the black community community everything is like either one oh pray it off you know mm. what i mean you got a demon or something like yeah, yeah yeah mm. stuff like that or like you know it's not recognized as real life things or 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 craziness right. um <laughs> it's just stress yeah right. it's just stress or you have an actual chemical imbalance in mm-hmm. your brain like if you look at you know some of the most brilliant people of like our history and of our society today a lot of artists a lot of creators like they go through different things um on a mental health level like while their chemical imbalance is is maybe great in art and creating or they see in colors and stuff like that but maybe they're not all there as far as um we're just lacking in different other areas of it's like it's a disability yeah there's a there's a burden that comes with every blessing but like you were saying when you start there's a lot to unpack Mm -hmm. obviously when it comes to this topic um but when you opened up just talking about how all these health insurance companies are recognizing the importance of mental health and how that needs to be a priority and that can't just be they can't be um so choosy of when they hand it out um i think that is really important um thinking about the era that we're currently in like for instance people don't even recognize the different forms of trauma like for us continually seeing all of these shootings you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uncensored and on rotation throughout our new 24-hour news cycle is um, embedding a form of trauma within us, you know? And people handle it very differently because repetition is the mother of learning. So if you're being fed this all the time, yes, we always hear how some people go numb, um, but other people, it just amplifies how they're already feeling. And that's something that definitely needs to be um, addressed by a professional. If you can't get yourself to a professional, address, you know, via a podcast you can find so many different methods of therapy if you do not have enough money to pay obamacare or if you do not have any health insurance or whatever but there's also a lot when it just comes to um very very ground level of self-esteem because we have hyper accessibility to one another you know i remember in new york mag they did this fantastic piece called all my exes live in my texts and it was talking how in um this new age you cannot fully break up with someone because they end up being retweeted on your timeline or they randomly end up texting you because they're either drunk or they're fucking lonely or you just popped up in their cerebrum and now they have enough courage to just shoot a text you know which is different from calling which is different from saying let's meet up it's just it's a lot that is going on and it's a lot that is competing for the real estate of our mind even to the point where you want therapy just so you can figure out how to stay organized yeah how to how to how to how to go beyond two hours of doing work <laughs> without being signaled by your phone by your computer there's just there's so much going on and i think a lot of times when people think about mental health they feel like they need to be 
um, experiencing suicidal thoughts or, you know, just on the George Washington Bridge, just having fantasies of what it's like to hit the ocean floor. Um, but there's so many different levels. There's so many different levels. And at the end of the day, you just want to feel more centered. You just want to feel like you are exhaling <laughs> more you know what i mean and and you want to you just want to feel like you actually know yourself so i don't i don't necessarily think um one i feel like we should stop saying shrink you know what i mean words like Give that a bad connotation yeah just add professional absolutely person is there to help you yeah because you just feel ostracized and you you start to fall into this illusion that you're on an island as the only person feeling this way you know and and i understand in our black community because so many people have taken our narrative and twisted it to showcase more of our quote-unquote weaknesses than our strengths sure you don't want to have these conversations publicly because there's a fear that this vulnerability is going to be used against you Mm. Um, but there's always strength in numbers and you always hold a leash on that narrative when you are the first to speak it if you are the last you know what i mean like if you're trying to clean up something and someone else aired your dirty laundry it's hard to keep up when something like that goes goes viral but at the end of the day we need to come together as as a family and start having these conversations because we're all experiencing it through some level you know so how do we so how do we go about having that conversation how do you go about addressing because i so let me back track um how do you go about addressing see because me personally i know how i am right i would like to think i'm somewhat of a you know functioning human and i could like my i don't have too many imbalances but i can notice somebody else's personality and i know if it it can be off from mine Mm -hmm. right how do you go about addressing that other person's personality put it this way i know somebody um let's just say i know somebody right and i know that they need it would do them a lot of justice it would it would help them further along in the long run if they were to seek professional help Mm -hmm. but they don't feel comfortable seeking professional help how do you go about having that conversation with that person to get them inside the front door to make that first step I think you can put people onto a lot of stuff. Like, I don't know how many times I put someone onto a podcast that speaks about that topic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just hearing something normalized from voices that you recognize, from faces that are familiar in a sense, just like, it dro- again, it just drops this illusion of, of um, solitude. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm not on an island. I'm in a state. Oh, I'm in a town. Oh, I'm within a community. Oh, I'm within family. So then there is some type of um, continuity there. You know what I mean? And I think also, it depends. It depends on on how much they are sharing with you. Right. And I think if there is a very heightened sense of urgency and care, then for me personally, I would have the conversation. But as thoughtfully and as gently as possible. And I would say, hey, I feel like your energy has been low. Um, Is there anything that you wanna talk about? Um, You know, I'm here for you. Um, And that's that, and and continue on. So so like address it with some, like you said, calm, but with empathy. Yeah, empathy is the most important 
like characteristic I think that we can embody as all human beings for real empathy and education like the double E right there can just um, further our progress in more ways than one it's, it is very very tricky but I think before you go direct you just be like yo I was listening to this is really dope I just read this article this is really dope um, because like I said we everyone is very accessible all the different forms of you and I'm talking about like the Twitter version of you the snapchat version of you like people are seeing you in more ways than one so you know if you just start sharing that type of information right. you know what I mean like I have so many of my friends who speak to me about this because they know that I'm down for this conversation because I'm promoting it a lot you know what I mean you're probably gonna you're probably not gonna go to your friend who's talking about like, parties 24 7 because you're not thinking that that's even that door is open for that type of dialogue mm. you know so I, I think we can plant those seeds and depending on how just like um on on how like salient their characteristics of quote-unquote depression are then you can then you can turn it up a notch and, and see what works but yeah start start planting the seeds and there's there's so many different you could just fucking start retweeting people just recognize like you know we're in august but july um was minority mental health awareness right month something of that of that stature um but yeah but just as far as like retweeting just if you if you listen to something dope if you read something dope just not hoarding that for yourself but putting out putting it out there i think that we take for granted um our personal platforms sure and how that can spark um growth or you know kindle an epiphany for others i think also like reading up on for yourself as well like if you can't necessarily identify with like either depression or depression or anxiety like kind of doing some research about it just to kind of be more informative or or know more about it because like the connotation in the world i feel like is like oh you know like it's it's not there's not enough knowledge out there i mean there, it's there the information is there but it's not talked about so like people just they don't know or they don't really understand what people go through when when they're suffering from like whether depression bipolar right. or like any of these things but, and this is like what i was saying yeah because like, i i feel myself as like as a normal functioning like i'm i'm on i'm alert mm -hmm. but somebody that's going through that to be able to relate to their struggle and what they're going through and to be able to approach them in an approachable way in an approachable mm -hmm. manner where it's genuine but where they don't get defensive about it either right yeah. it's that's where you walk the the fine tricky line i think i think honestly um and this is definitely like from my comfortability like i don't really talk to anybody about like stuff period and um i kind of like tipped on it last week about like i kind of like battle with like anxiety and have been like in very depressed points in my life or whatever mm -hmm. and i've like kind of like dug myself out of it and so it's just kind of like oh you know push through push through push through um but like <clears throat> if i do like decide to like talk to somebody and say like hey you know i'm just kind of going through it which is a rarity it's, it's like a comfortability and a security that like it's like for me my brain and my like you know assumed intelligence is like that's what i find like why like it's like my it's my my solace you know it's like where i f find myself like the most safe yeah and so like if i let you into what i'm thinking because my thoughts can get really dark that, that i'm letting you in i don't want to like maybe i'm just i just need to vent because right. i'm an only child and 
my mom is like more she loves me never you know all that kind of stuff but like she can't she's never and, and a lot of times it, it saddens her too because she's like there's nothing she can do to help mm-hmm. um so and it also like my parents are religious and so it's like a lot of like we'll just pray about it and right. i I've, I've come to understand um through spirituality that prayer is an, another type of meditation mm-hmm. so oh, absolutely yeah um, you can be bilingual yeah. in prayer there's so many different forms but i yeah. think i think that also shows the importance of therapy because human beings are all psychologically dented in some right. form or fashion and we do not learn one day i hope to teach like an empathy course in elementary school you know what i mean or and even just like in there like teaching how there's so many different types of people there's extroverts there's introverts there's ambiverts and how we can interact with them you know to the Mm -hmm. best of our capabilities but a lot of times i think it's really important when it comes to your self-care we can't we can't have a go-to bud all the time because they may not be able to respond to us like the dopeness of therapists is that they went to school to really hone in on this craft you know the worst fucking thing ever is when you tell someone when someone asks go how are you doing you decide to say you know what fuck it i'm gonna tell the truth that sucks when someone says that sucks or like oh you know like people don't know how to how to respond they don't and then and then because we're kind of just always like looking for someone to fill in the role of a hero and we we give a lot of high expectations to people and granted like there are some people who can fill those shoes you know like my bestest friend Gurdley she is phenomenal when it comes to that but again she is a mortal so I cannot just feel like I can you know take from the well of Gurdley all the time and she's gonna be cool with it like I don't know I could be First of all, even if even if it doesn't have to come down to her having the right word, she may, she may not pick up the fucking phone. Right. So so what's next? Right. After you can't pick up the phone, and that's why, um, for me personally, I feel like spirituality helps with a lot because, um, you know that that's a phone that never dies. Mm. The battery never gets low. You know, God, the universe, however you want to call it. There's many um, synonyms. It's they they he she whatever always picks up um beyond that too i think it's really just taking the time to do some self-inventory and seeing at least so in the moments you can strive for a sense of equilibrium just knowing the intangibles that make you happy yeah like what like start a a playlist on youtube you know what i mean Mm -hmm of just visuals that make you happy. Like think about all of your senses because a lot of our emotions are tied to our physiology. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So there's science behind music. Okay, what is that song? Like for me, it can be like um, a joint from Incubus and that always- Love Incubus. Yeah, it always just puts me on the right road. It just takes me off the wrong exit and puts me back on course and it never changes. It's the same words. You know what I mean? It's the same energy. It is always like that. I don't have to worry about the song having a bad day. I don't have to worry about that song being moody. I don't have to worry about that song not picking up the phone, you know? Like, even if it's also just understanding, too, a lot of times we can feel like, oh, I'm depressed. But sometimes your ass has just been eating horribly. Mm. And we don't realize that all of our different foods have these different levels of frequency. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's like, okay, what is being lodged into our subconscious 
Is it the music that you're listening to as well? There's so many different facets because the other half of this conversation is I think sometimes people are quick to say they're depressed. You know what I mean? And it's like there are some other and and uh, and and that's very sensitive. And I hope I'm not coming across as um, ignorant at all. But there are there, like it's very nuanced this game of mental health. It's very very nuanced. And I can't even tell you how sometimes I feel better when I just eat. I'm like, oh, I'm shitty right now. Wow, when did I eat? Oh my gosh, let me go have lunch. Oh shoot! Look at do, 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 blood do, do. sugars go back. <laughs> I'm a little bit back to normal. So just making sure that you don't. There's just the little check boxes that should go that you should just look over and check off before we then go into the world of depression. Because let's not forget too, when it comes to medicine, uh, this is also a business as well. Yes, I'm glad you want to do that. This is also I'm a business. This is also a business as well, and depending on who you see who you're with and i'm definitely i would never because my sister is in school right now for medicine and she is one of the good people i'm not making a blanket judgment on our doctors because they uh, they have phenomenal fucking jobs that i cannot i do not have like the brain power to hold one percent of the knowledge they have but there are some who are directly affiliated with a lot of these um pharmaceutical companies you know what I mean? Who are always looking for this, 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 this. And we have to be careful because, you know, on one side where we currently are, a lot of people are woke. On the other side, a lot of people are still, you know, like just ratchet to the maximum. And we, we they can play on this conversation of mental health, you know, and use it to their advantage. That's just the truth of it all. People are always going to try to, to just um, to put a dollar amount on whatever is the hot topic of right now there will always be opportunists yeah and yeah air quotes entrepreneurs that are trying to make us i understand what you're saying trust me and that's that's a whole other another day's conversation because i can go down that road of how pharmaceutical companies have doctors in their back pocket Mm -hmm. you know to push whatever um they feel is the flavor of the day or the flavor of the day flavor right. of the week right not for your benefit right. right but just for their personal benefit absolutely so, absolutely um, yeah I could, i'm more willing to entertain that conversation another day um but i mean i would just say like how tracy was saying like just kind of try and figure out what what works for you like right. i know like with me like I get in like funks and I've starting to see like kind of what works like like working out like releases all these endorphins right so half the battle of working out was getting to the gym or actually like putting on the sneakers and like going for a run or whatever um and then making the habit of it to consistently yeah yeah everything is habitual um that like I recently discovered or last year I discovered that like night runs are super therapeutic for me showers are mad therapeutic Mm -hmm. if you're a cancer like water sign like the water is like our thing (laughs) home yeah (laughs) it is it's so weird um but yeah like definitely finding like maybe an outlet friend that you can call um definitely helps that helps me um yeah and I think just dedicating a day for self-exploration. Oh, my God. Mental health days need to be incorporated into, like, work. Mm. Some people have it. Like, mostly startups and, like, Google. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, but that's because they know they're going to need you for, like, a 24-hour day. <laughs> what are these days? So they're like, yo, let's make sure that you're all the way with us, bro. 
Yeah, no, that's very important. But um, I think because also another thing when it comes to our era, we spend so much time like documenting other people's lives that we forget about our own. There's so much fucking noise that's going on as well where you just, you lose, you don't remember what your own voice sounds like. You don't remember. And so I think it's really important to just take like social media detoxes and to remind yourself of what you do when you didn't have the internet. At the palm of your hand. Yes, exactly. Right at, at right at your fingertips because there's a disconnect. There really, really is a disconnect. Um, but I think when you have just pockets of time by yourself, whether you are introverted or extroverted, it's just it's to our benefit because no matter what, you're going to you're going to be by yourself, whether even if it's only for the six hours that you're in bed and you want to have more dreams and nightmares. Yeah, I find that um, for me, <clears throat> like just kind of blacking out, just like I literally like won't answer the phone, won't mm-hmm. do anything. And a lot of times it's not like, oh, I'm not like. And that's what, oh, that was tough. That's tough for me. Like, especially like dating girls. Um, you're getting to know me. Mm-hmm. Don't want you to know the dark parts of me. I want you to, you know, I have to gradually let you into my safe. Right. And so, like, I remember, like, last year I was dating this girl and I had a really bad episode and I just had to, like, just get off the map. Mm-hmm. And I came back and I was like, you're probably not fucking with me anymore, but, you know, I would still rock with you, blah, blah, blah. And she was just like, you know, fuck you, fuck you. And then I was like, mm. okay. All right, so this is what happened to me, blah, 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 blah. And she was like, so, blah, 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 I would have been there for you. I was like, well, I had no way of knowing that. And we are fresh. And it's a lot. I've been dealing with this for, I've actively recognized it. And I've recently been going to a therapist or speaking to a therapist for the last, like, off and on for the last, like, six months or whatever. And yeah, um, and and that came out of like me actually opening up to my mom like you know this is my form of self-care here <laughs> at 10 o'clock i have like a little alarm that says take it down trace soul priorities <laughs> 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 and, and yeah and that's actually the time where i um i take off instagram i take off, i take off all my social i was gonna media. say what do you do to digress yeah so yeah my decompression sequence goes as this i um i uninstall instagram i uninstall twitter i uninstall snapchat i uninstall all social media because i don't want to wake up and the first thing that i do is um submit to being a slave pretty much and i go on my instagram and start scrolling 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 i i i try my best and I don't succeed all the time, but I just try my, to root myself in something other than this physical world. Um, and I try to read or write something. And I have like two different jars that are, um, one just has like pretty much all these strips of paper that is um, all of the small, medium, and large accomplishments that I'm able to remember from Oh, <laughs> from my, my genesis on this earth. Yeah, and then another one is just everything that I'm thankful for. So I'll just sometimes put my hands inside there. Read that. Okay. Hold it in and go to sleep. I think these conversations are healthy. I don't think we have these conversations enough. And I think it's, this is what's going to keep propelling and pushing forward uh, the mental you know, health awareness. Like you said, we need to have it more incorporated in our jobs in our daily lives um because it's it is it's a 
it, it's you you hate to I like I said I, I know personal people that struggle with it and go through it mm-hmm. so I hate to see them go through it but it makes me feel even worse that I don't know how to address it and mm-hmm. I don't know how to help them right. and, I don't, and I I can't help them the way I want to right, right? so um, like I said this is healthy um, yeah. we definitely need to do this a lot more often and it's twofolded I think it's about if you're on this side as a friend like you were saying not knowing just doing more um research to figure out how to know but then i also think it's for for us who go through it like for instance people always um assume that i am like a 24 7 extrovert right and that's not best believe i love my hole (laughs) i love where i can have a hell of a good situation with just me myself and i um and i need like i i pour so much into people and i cannot give if i do not refill my cup you know um but i have to remind myself also to have patience because not everyone knows we both have to have patience with one another you know what i mean we really 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 do but i just suggest as like magnificent as human beings are just search for the intangibles the intangibles that you can just receive the same um outcome all the time dave i know you were talking about um your story with the girl <laughs> i wanted to hear the end of it and then i guess oh, yeah. you i mean like um i told her what was up and but she was more so kind of uh more like self-consumed with it and that's mm-hmm. why it's hard for I don't like my burden to be anybody else's burden. So that's like at base is why I probably won't talk about it as much. And then if I'm hanging around friends, like when I'm with you guys, like we're, we get together to have a good time on a Saturday or whatever. Like it's not time for me to be like, be Eeyore, you know, like it's like, okay, well fuck it. I was just like drinking and we'll just laugh and whatever. And that's the drinking, not so much, but like even being around friends is like a good, like little, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good boost and like my I, my friends have like really good energy um always smiling and all that type of thing so but with like dating i've kind of like it's hard it's hard it's hard because i i'm still not have not tackled this mm-hmm. like i said i dug myself out of a hole at like 19 and i did not really know how i did it because i did a lot of drinking and stuff like that and so it was just more so like i just woke up one morning and was like Yo, you can't just fucking sit here. Like, you gotta fucking go. You're in college right now. Like, you have to go. And then my friends just kind of like, you know, helped doing it. But it was like self-medication, which sucks. That's, don't do that. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just, uh, it's like, a, it's an everyday thing. It's an everyday thing. I never know how, how I'm going to feel when I wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, and my life is not like as consistent as I need it to be right now. So it's like, you know, we like me, we do freelancing. Me and Fab, you know, we're freelancing and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. a lot of project-based work. Um, especially like working in fashion and then I deal with a lot of people at work I never know what kind of workforce I'm going to get either I get like high intensity everything has to be perfect blah blah blah, blah. why are you smiling type thing mm-hmm. and then or I get a like hey man it's all good and I never know what the fuck I'm walking into yeah. so that kind of affects that too and because it's like 12 hour days and you know it's just i don't know it's, it's an everyday thing but i definitely wake up and my mom like sends me like devotionals and so we, i read i try to read sometimes like the instagram thing is like blasting at you like you got all these notifications or whatever but i try to kind of like take care of me first mm-hmm. um even going back to like having a playlist of things i had like a 
bad episode last Thursday night, um, and I like just just tightness, and I felt like you know I just really I just had sat there like for like ten minutes, and then I like went and I just like meditated for an hour, and then I just like watched cartoons, and <laughs> I was like I'm happy. And my best friend called me like the next day. He was like, oh, you didn't pick up my phone call. And I was like, yeah, um, this happened. And he's like, oh, why you didn't call me? I was like, because mm-hmm. the last thing I want to do is talk about the fucking shit I'm going through right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to be able to get past it or get over it if I'm constantly in it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to sit in this, like, tub of tar. I want to, like, you know, like, get myself out of it. Right. So a lot of times, even like Ken was saying about, like, talking to your friends who, like, go through it. A lot of times just like letting like if I know that I can just count on you just to listen. Right. That's that's enough for me. Right. You know, or that like you're just not gonna hit me with the hey man, we all go through some stuff. Like, okay, you ever thought about this kind of and then it's like, oh well maybe just just being open. Just being open and understanding that it's like not about you. Absolutely. Like your help like you're helping them is not like something you should pat yourself on the right. back for. Right. Because that's something that as friends this, I should be automatic you Exactly know? And so. and not thinking that If you don't reach out Somehow that means that I'm less of a friend Right, because, right You know what I mean? Right, like, right No, it's just The same way how we talk about relationships And how it needs to be Two whole people coming together And mm-hmm. not this whole like Alright, I'm completing you You're completing yeah, me no. Like I, I, I knew what to do mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulate a nigga Right <laughs> Two you full know? cups Definitely two full cups yeah, I I I totally totally get you. Every day you just every day is um is to me worth waking up because I want to see what I can create. Like mm. I've had suicidal thoughts in the past. Like mm. whew, when I was with my ex girlfriend, and sometimes you know how just different people can magnify different parts of you. I was with someone who took my dark side to the Mm. <laughs> like turned it up to volume one yeah. fucking hundred and cackled at the sight of it um but even when i was thinking to myself okay ending this shit would be excellent i was like that doesn't necessarily mean that i experience happiness mm. i just experience nothingness you know what i mean and i started to realize i can I can essentially commit suicide without killing myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, it takes effort. It takes um, a sense of delayed gratification, you know, and it, and it takes a very deep sense of um, dedication, but it can be done. And, I, and I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. And I think when we have these conversations, because again, with social media, it can show the end result but it doesn't show the process right it doesn't show the messy middle and when we have these very transparent conversations and we humanize one another that's when it's like that's when you really get a sense of all right you know what even if i gotta climb the fuck out of it i know i'm gonna get some banging thighs out of this climb it's gonna be (laughs) it's gonna (laughs) it's gonna it's gonna be worth it okay the bigger picture okay i'm going through this because i'll be able to have this conversation with someone else who just feels like their mental forecast will forever stay foggy Mm. you know yeah 
it's like uh for me i have like a like a dark joke about it like cynical like you don't want to stay till the end of the movie type thing like <laughs> you're just gonna fucking put the like it's right i mean that's like that's a dark real, way to think about that's suicide real. but like yeah i mean like come on man you're gonna cheat yourself out of a good ending like, yeah you don't know like you got so many more years left there's so I many mean, potential plot twists yeah between that and just like being the only child to my mother which yeah. is like everybody doesn't have that it's a blessing in the sense of like knowing that like i can never be so selfish to take that away from my mother um, yeah but basically what that does is it puts you like right like right here on the edge though like you're like mm. okay, i can't kill myself but i, I have suicidal thoughts like whoop. Like you know, but yeah. so it's like kind of let's like step away from that, step away from the ledge or whatever, and just like you can't sit here forever. Sometimes I look at suicide um, as almost the highest form of self care, because and I'm not advocating it. I think I was you like, guys obviously <laughs> know that I would never advocate that yeah. at all. I'm talking about you care about yourself so much that you are willing to go to the most extreme right. of degrees to be at peace mm -hmm. and you know like i forgot what song this was but jay-z said something like um nothing wrong with the aim just got to change the target mm -hmm. and i think if if you take that feeling because it is a form of self-care yeah. as morbid as it may be cloaked in right. but if you say i'm just gonna figure out a way to reposition this you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Take this energy in, into something else. Because think about the way energy is so recyclable. How many times people are so terrified before they go on stage with the yeah. you know what? Fuck it, let me take this, switch. And then all of a sudden you have an A-plus performance. You know what I mean? But but it definitely takes exploration and it and it and it takes some time and it yeah. takes communication whether it's with, with other people or whether it's just with yourself or with a higher source yeah. but it cannot stay lodged in your brain no, because no. up there in there it is just never ending free range of territory mm -hmm. and there is just no beginning or end and our minds is very imaginative and imaginative lends itself to fiction <laughs> which means the story can go in so many different places and a lot of times when you just speak something out loud to yourself to another just a one-on-one -on -one with a piece of paper it can take the power out of something because you are able to place a period mm -hmm. after it you know instead of just like the ellipses of the mind great conversation i love it inspired by prophecy too um <laughs> how know. is it inspired by prophecy i mean we're talking over here yes okay the, the wine yeah oh no i didn't mean like an actual prophecy i meant oh, like the wine the wine <laughs> yeah the i was like I lost, he lost me too and i was <laughs> like i'm like boy you I'm like, inspired by pinot noir yeah. <laughs> yeah. and swim good yeah <laughs> our sponsors um so Dave, but what were you watching this week? Um, well, yeah. So that cartoon that kind of gets me out of my funk every time is a uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, it's a, it's a show created by Dan Harmon, who is the dude who started Community. Oh, um, nice. Before they kicked him off his own show um, as a producer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a cartoon. It's on Adult Swim. It's on Hulu right now. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, so they they did first two they did two seasons of it. I could just pick any episode at, at any given random, and the, the humor is just so like nerdy but like funny and sci-fi, and it's just like mm -hmm. you know adult humor. So it's like 
I just like laugh at like every single episode. But um, because I can't watch something like Power when I go through things like oh, that. Oh no, no, because no. it's too much That's drama. Real shit. Yeah, it's too much drama going on, and I'm just like, I don't have time yeah. for these and fucking you fake so ass invested. problems. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck these fake problems, dude. Like, <laughs> you're an actor. You're not James St. Patrick. Like, no. But um, yeah. I mean, I caught up on Power. Um, I tried to start the night a night of. Or the night I of saw them watch that. You don't watch that? an episode of it's it. It's a show on HBO about like just like, it's like a crime drama mystery thing. Oh, okay. So okay. it's an eight episode. Um, like is I was wondering how long, how many episodes? Eight it episodes. They've so only done four, and I told myself I was gonna wait till finish it. I don't do it. I'm gonna tell you what the what the really bad thing I did to myself, mm. and because I came out of that on Thursday night, mm. Friday, um, BoJack Horseman had come out, which is like this like very dark comedy cartoon that Netflix has about this like retired actor named Bojack Horseman who's like very uh self-destructive mm. and oh man he's just like really it was really sad but the season three is still kind of has this, like ups and downs but that's something that's funny and what else did I, I like something else just came out on Netflix Stranger Things I hear so I, I hear a good, good. I, hear, I hear good things about Stranger. So things. good. Stranger Things is like another. It's like a. It's like a horror sci-fi oh, mystery. No. I don't do scary. But it's more sci-fi. It's more sci-fi than like monster movie. It's they oh. try to explain it like with science, and it's like it gives you that kind of suspense thriller. But is it it's, like Final Destination? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. um, picture like. The or is com- there like killing camaraderie? There's a little killing, but you don't really see it. The, oh. c- picture like the camaraderie, um, like kind of film, like the Goonies mixed okay. with like a like a monster flick of the 80s it's basically like an ode to the 80s or whatever it's really really good it's like uh i think it's like 11 10 or 11 episodes it's really scary though because no. i don't do scary or <laughs> i do scary but it has to be like it has to be like 11 a.m it's 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 <laughs> muddled it's muddled with like a little scary in the first <laughs> like two dark. or three episodes because you, it's just the unknown mm. but then they kind of open it up to you and you get behind these kids because it's based around these kids and this, uh, this the main character 11 like you get behind her and she's like this everybody was looking at her like oh she's like a, a signal of like just like feminine strength and stuff like that because she kind of overcomes some things but i'm obviously being very oblivious and ambiguous to like what's going on in the show but right. she's watching stranger things and it's like one of those things where like um it's come and taken over and because of social media social media catapults these shows so fast like mm. so fast like you seeing how like an empire used to be or yo no Orange one is the new black is empire where is empire did Bruh. they have a season finale Dog, yeah that show i didn't see any so bad episode. i didn't watch it, it at so all bad. they the just writing, got kid cuddy on there now for the, the writing next season. just i don't know yo like then they put chris rock in there for like two episodes they, or whatever oh yeah i, I didn't watch that. any of this season. i watched the season because my thing is like i'm a big chris tv film buff season. yeah <laughs> but i'm one of those people and music too obviously but like i'm one of those people like people on the internet will talk about shit they've never seen before and that's like if you watch movies like like uh, if you're gonna tell me Batman and Superman Batman vs Superman was bad did you watch it no or did you just like hear about it like right. you gotta <laughs> actually to have a proper analysis and for music for me I have to listen to something seven times like an mm-hmm. album seven times before I have like I can tell you like okay this is that and that is this and so mm-hmm. with a lot of stuff I tried to give Empire the honest go because black and because just <laughs> you know like all but, the players too you know yeah, what I mean Taraji. You know, come on, Terrence. Like these are really celebrated actors. Yeah, but it's just 
the writing was not it's, the writing is ridiculous they they the they first to season was so good the first season was it good was and then accident. they turned it mm-hmm. all the way up and made it od ratchet you know yeah. what i mean like they kind of ruined it but i feel like it's still fox so like stay woke like they're right. gonna exploit us like, <laughs> right so we had mark lamont hill on the show today hey, he's a homie yeah. yeah oh my gosh so he was talking about um his time at Fox. This was I don't know if this was before Obama's second term or if this was um the first, but either when he way, he was a correspondent for Fox and they yeah. would put him on Bill O'Reilly all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like his the first, end of the first term going into like the second term. Okay. So he was talking about how um he's he's in Washington. They're about to announce who the winner is. It turns out that it's Barack and Everyone at Fox was so upset because he said out of anywhere he's worked, they are the most slanted, which we know, obviously, but it's good to just hear it confirmed. And they ran up on him and they were like, oh, we have the worst news ever. Barack Obama's president. How did this happen? We did everything possible to stop this. And I was like, damn, I didn't realize it was that calculated. Oh, it's visceral. Oh, my gosh. Even down to like when... I mean, Ken is one of those guys we watch the same kind of shit. Like yeah. when they won, if you could, there's videos, there's like YouTube videos of like reactions, like from the Caught. live reaction. Like they were just sitting there, like stunned, jaw dropped. Right? Like they literally didn't even believe it till the next day. Like mm-hmm. we're reporting, oh, he may have won. He may have won, <laughs> especially especially in the re-election. I remember that, yeah. Like, <laughs> wilding. Yo, I remember. Yo, he definitely they like, won. They like, were like, Carl, Carl, you said that they wasn't. He was like, no, I'm gonna go back and check the check the tallies up again. No, you said you were pretty sure that. Mitt Romney's gonna no no wait hold on okay. he's they, and they literally have a live camera of him just running to the back offices of Fox just it, it see I, I'm a political I don't want to say I'm a political junkie I was like a poli science almost major mm. like I <laughs> I, gotcha. sh- I should have went into it a little bit uh, deeper than I did but like so I watch I, I watch Fox News mm-hmm. but I just so because I want to get that perspective I don't want to have the ignorance of it of just saying fuck Fox News yeah I want to know why I'm saying fuck Fox right. News. exactly see it helps like, build your argument stronger. Right. Right, exactly. So I like I, I'll switch up. I'll go from Fox News for like twenty minutes, half yeah. hour, and then go to CNN. They have to study your enemies. They e- do this in sports. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Do I your mean, homework. Yoda knew the dark force and the light. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> to have a full understanding of the universe, like you have to know both sides. Yeah. Absolutely, man. But you know what I do like about this campaign, um, because we have such polarizing figures. I love that. People can't help but be passionate about whatever side. And it helps me to determine who my tribe is. I can now see what everyone is thinking about in their bubble at home. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's very, very loud and clear. But it's also interesting. Like, I feel like any other year, if someone was running against Donald Trump, the polls wouldn't be neck and neck. Like both Hillary and Trump are equally hated. Right. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Like people are looking at this Rightfully as like so. yeah, as a race to the bottom. Well, it's just like it's a perfect storm for fuckery, right? Because <laughs> you have uh, a black, the first black president has been in office for eight years. 
right? So that's gonna that makes people visceral off the jump. You mm-hmm. have Fox feeding that visceral message to people that stay in that bubble, stay woke. Fox is the most watched cable net news network in the country. The most watched. The most yes. watched yep. cable news network Isn't in the country. Crazy? They have the highest ratings, <laughs> yep. and they blow everybody else out yeah. by like almost double the amount of ratings. Especially what the majority of the country is actually watching. Why do Bill O'Reilly still on the air? Like so, yeah, numbers. So keep that in mind. But people also like controversy because people love reality TV. So here's the other thing is that it feeds into like these... And I, like I said, the poli science nerd in me says that this race will not be close because Trump will have to take Florida, he'll have to take Ohio, and he'll have to take Pennsylvania. Mm. Those are the three big swing states. If he doesn't take all three of them, there's literally the math doesn't add up. New York will always be a blue state. California will always be a blue state. Texas will always be, will always be a red state. But these news cable, these cable news networks. Ha- they have to draw in ratings for their advertisers so they can charge more so they drive this race to, to look and appear <laughs> as close that as it should that is as it is that it is not as mm-hmm. close they right? turn it into the greatest sports event exactly we've it's, ever seen it's just a big spectacle and of mm-hmm. course trump the king of controversy just feeds into that narrative then you could spin whatever narrative you want about hillary how she was in politics forever or you could make a controversy about four emails out of 30,000 that were sent out on her phone right so it's 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 all about spinning a narrative creating controversy creates eyes to watch creates ratings creates money for advertising so it's all a big conglomerate hoopla yeah that just happens like i said (laughs) just happens to be a perfect storm (laughs) um but yeah, that's my poly science rant for the night. <laughs> the hundred days and counting. <laughs> Let's see right? what happens. Nin- nin- hey ninety nine days actually. Toronto looks really nice, so you know. Oh, trust tings, me, I was the tings out there. Don't, you know? don't worry, I was I was scouting out some some real estate out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving. I wonder who the Native Americans are voting for. Do that. I um, always think Native Americans. <laughs> I almost said something dumb. It, um, <laughs> it's it's, the it's kind of weird Amer- because they like kind of self-governed on the reservations and stuff right. like that like um i know like for a fact like down in like in florida the seminal reservation um which is like south florida fort lauderdale north miami like they don't really vote they vote for local elections because it affects them because they have their own police force they have their own like money and they try to just make sure that people are in their best interest but like when it comes to like the governor like it's hard because florida is a red state and it's like they're not fucking with the Republicans and mm-hmm. Andrew Jackson is the guy who put them all into this hole no. or whatever of reservations and shit like that. And so, yeah, they don't really come out and vote. Do you smoke so, marijuana? Yes, absolutely. Huh. Your memory is so like, <laughs> like, I don't know, at a well, graduate level. He doesn't like really. Okay. Short term memory. Yes. And once you encode things into long term memory, it's there forever. So it's more so about being a lot of times people, we keep you from being active in the now mm-hmm. so if you are actually aware in the now like you're gonna take more things into your like long-term memory that was some inception shit I just, yeah like, i really had to focus on everywhere the, the, the trade was still like oh my memory i smoke i was like no you're just like you let the weed take you away <laughs> as opposed to like using it to maybe enhance, enhance your uh-huh yeah 
You gotta teach me some things. That shit just blew my mind just now. (laughs) He said, he said, if you the weed fucks up your short term memory, but if your short term memory is long term memory, then you're good. (laughs) Wait, that's that's, that that you you just took over the quote for the night. You just took it right, and then right then a rabbit. Just be aware. Just be aware. (laughs) Stay woke. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we'll use that because we're at two fifty right now, or one fifty right now. Um. But it's. I mean, it's gone by like a breeze the conversation has been great um tracy g we appreciate you coming by sharing your voice your Thank words of you. wisdom and and um we're gonna keep this continuous conversation going where can we go to find you on social media oh i'm on i'm very accessible twitter instagram i try to consolidate so it's just at h tracy g i t s t a c u i g I am back on the snap. My snap sabbatical is officially over. Hey. I was going heavy in full effect. So it's it's Tracy G snaps. And then, of course, if you want to listen to my audio vision boards, go to she. Ooh, microphone. Come back here. She's beauty and the beast.com. And you can find everything over there. And Thank if you, you need guys. a morning alarm. Oh, yeah. Too. Switch up your alarm, man. Yeah, I use these morning alarms, um, which are basically pep talks for all these different scenarios that you want to be rooted in during the day or even if you already got your day started. And a lot of times people, I was talking about this on my Snapchat, how a lot of times people have a bad morning, but you ask them how they're doing and they're like, yo, it's 930 and they're like, today sucks. Monday sucks. I'm like, don't give these hours that much power. Right. <laughs> you know, like we, you've only spent like four out of the 24 hours. That you've been granted. So anyway, so yeah, all of that goodness is on my site. So I'm we'll just always. That. We'll have that information on the. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put it up on the. Um, to the people. Thanks, guys. All for four sure. of y'all listening. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, numbers, numbers. Now we got some hundreds. Come on now. <laughs> Episode like, 12. We're at, we're at um, a couple thousand. Um, for total. Hey. Oh. Yeah. Um, what episode is this? 12. This 12? is. Deuce, deuce. Yeah, we'll go with twelve. No, it's it 12. is twelve. It is twelve. It's, okay. it's actually twelve. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that I'm starting to lose count. That's Congrats, awesome. guys. Fuck with you, Tonka. Um, so <laughs> big up to Tracy G. Thank you for uh, prophecy, Pinot Noir, for coming yeah. through. Oh, so good. It's lit. And I have not been paid to say that. Popping. You can find, <laughs> you can find it on your shelves. The one with the red Joker just dancing around. Popping. Oh, I'm so lit. So I'm um, closing out from the barroom tonight. My name's Ken. I'm Fab. And I'm Dave. And you've listened to the Last Call podcast. Cheers. Later. Peace out. Wah, 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 wah.